Yo, it's a So So Scooty podcast. My name is Robert Maine, and I got my co-host over there, Corey Stocks. Bagels and locks. Locks? Yeah, isn't that like a thing they put on bagels? I think so. It's like L-O-X. Locks. I'm going to look that up. It's like salmon or something? I don't know. It rhymes. Shut up. <laughs> uh, so So Scooty podcast. Hey, everybody. Um, happy holidays to everybody. Um, pop quiz. Do you know who this is? Funny, I do, but I do, I can't pick up on the name. Um, it's Reliant K. No, no, I like that guess though. Ah, his voice, so familiar. Lox is a, a fillet of brine salmon. Lox is one of the type of salmon products served on a bagel with cream cheese and is usually garnished with tomatoes, sliced onion, cucumbers, and sometimes capers. <laughs> And that's also my co-host. It works out. Um, shoot. I know this song. The funny thing is, is I I know the song. I just don't know I'll, who I'll it play, is. I'll play the, the biggest hit they have. So what song is this called? What's it this called? It's called Backbreaker. Backbreaker. But you'll know this song. Oh, hit the lights. Hit the lights, It's funny because... We played with these dudes. You I did? should know this. Yeah. Where'd you play with Hank the Lights? I'm very jealous. Chain reaction. Oh damn, dude. Yeah, that was a great show. Why didn't I go to that? Why didn't I go to that show? I invited you. I think we're playing with Hit the Lights, and you're like, I have something that night. Sounds like me. Was I living in San Diego at the time? I think so. So you're that's, far away. That's probably why. But dude, that's well done, man. Yeah. I would love to play for Hit the Lights. They were great. They're great dudes too. We like. It was really cool because we came right before them. So it was like right before the headliner. What they like to say, direct support. Uh, yep. I'll, uh, I'll up you one. I did stand side stage for them at World Tour. Oh, they're which so was good. Fun. They're so good. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys haven't hit, heard Hit the Lights and you're into like pop punk, and these guys are great. They're a little. If you can get over the voice, he's kind of like Newfound Glory. It's up yeah. high, but dude, they kill it with the harmonies and some of their riffs and stuff are so catchy. And yeah. Like, kind of complex well and they sound they're this good live believe me Dude, like seriously. when yeah. even at chain i don't think they're playing anymore though no they they're not they, they put out like a new single um here, i think they put a record out actually and it it just here's the question nobody knows them you know uh, okay so the last song they put out was in 2008 and it's all, all messed up i remember listening to it not liking it let's see it real quick but I, and then we'll get into the uh episode where we're gonna uh talk top three movies of the year that we liked and uh we're also gonna break down uh the irishman no they were actually they released a record called um summer bones in 2015 yeah that was the last full that's the last full length this is a single they came out with oh yeah yeah yeah. they've come out since then with a couple other like singles too in 2017 this isn't bad. This is the song I was thinking. This yeah, is, it's cool. Chill. Let me fast forward a little bit. Is it still acoustic? Yeah, mm. <laughs> definitely. I don't hate it. I think this is the song I didn't like. All right, and after this, I'm gonna hit the lights, and then I'm gonna, and I'm also gonna break down. I watched Six Underground last night. So I haven't even heard of that. It's a new Netflix movie. Yeah, right? and uh, just like The Irishman and um, Michael Bay movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's just. It's it's not like them, so it's, like, weird for me. Like, I, I, I like their pop-punk stuff better. Not to be that heavy. guy, but... This is them, though. Like I know, it is. This isn't. is, like, in a minor key. They're not a minor band. Yeah. 
I mean, it's cool, but he's got a good voice. I like his voice. But anyways. So, anyway. how you been, dude? Great. You're, you're finally on holiday vacation? Yeah, last week was finally. the last week of teaching, so I feel kind of like everything just kind of came crashing down, and now I feel that the calm is coming. But <laughs> okay. the last week is always difficult. You're wrapping stuff up, grading stuff, uh, getting ready for the break, because we had to do a bunch of testing for, I feel so bad for the kids. Mm. They were super cool about it though. They were so Is this patient. like standardized testing? Uh, no, oh. it's, it's district testing and unit testing from what, but we had to do it the last week. So I ended up having to give them a test and grade their essay in one week, which was really difficult because it's a lot of paperwork. What were the essays on? The essays were on brain science, so we were learning about it, which <laughs> not even like a really fun. No, <laughs> no. But interestingly enough, they were pretty into it because it had to do with their brain. It's like demystifying the adolescent brain was the unit. Okay. So it, it was talking about why teenagers do stupid things, <laughs> and the reason is because they crave dopamine. Like dopamine is this like I think chemical. the answer is just just because. That's, yeah, that's, that's a scientific thing. <laughs> Teenagers are dumb just it, because. If they wrote the book for it, <laughs> yeah. it would say just because or because I feel yeah. like it. But it had to do with like the chemical dopamine oh, that yeah. you really, you you crave attention and you crave a reward. And your reward is your friends being like, oh, he's cool. And um, it's a real thing, though, for sure. Because yeah. even they were agreeing, yeah, I do that. And I was like, tell me some stories. So, we, you know, we, we, we would stop every now and then and kind of tell stories about when we did stupid things. Told them a little bit about like That's my emo. podcast in itself right there. Yeah, all my like <laughs> emo haircuts. And then my dad made me like shave my head and all he that did? stuff. He, he, I came home with a mohawk and he was like, what is that shit? Cut that. I'm wow. going to cut it for you. Yeah. I did. No. And then there was one time where I died. My I was, hair I was just black. Just ask you, did you ever dye your hair before? Yeah, I dyed my hair black. I dyed my eyebrows nice. too. Classic. And I came home, and he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and he's he, goth he, kid. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's, "What's this bullshit? You got your nails painted. You got your hair done. Like, and he he pulled me aside, <laughs> and he's like, "We're going to Albertsons right now. I'm gonna buy the cheapest fucking bleach I can find on the shelf, and we're gonna." Bleach your hair. Bleach I, the black. I thought he'd just say buzz it again. No, yeah. and this time he went the art. So, so we put it in my hair. It burns, mind you, because oh, yeah. I had just done the black. Oh. So it burned like hell. And then he's like, eyebrows too, man. And I, <laughs> my freaking eyebrows who are did all it, red. Who did the original dye for you? I did myself. <laughs> and then there was a time when I cut my hair. I don't know if you remember the devil lock, like the, Oh yeah. I, sh I like cut everything, but this bang in the front, uh, left of my face. And I came home and my dad's like, again, like <laughs> what is with you? <laughs> like, why are you cutting your hair like this? That's great. So, um, the only again, thing that time he gave up because he's just like, you're going to do what the fuck you do. Yeah. I'm done with you. <laughs> but the time I got the most scared, um, just kind of on a tangent here is... No, it's I, a good teenager tangent. Yeah, I, I went... Do you remember Sun In? No. Sun In was a a, bo a spray bottle. Mm -hmm. You'd spray it on your head, and you'd go out in the sun, and the sun would bleach your hair. Really? Yeah, it's probably terrible oh, for yeah. your hair. Just all the chemicals. 
I ran off to my friends because I was trying to impress my girlfriend who didn't speak English. Um, <laughs> it was really funny. I was like, oh, I'm going to dye my hair and she's going to love me. And I'm dating a foreign girl and everything. So we, we we went to get the dye, sprayed it on my roll, and it came back on my rollerblades mm-hmm. going down the street. And I see my dad's black van, black van, dented ass van from hitting it with the baseball when we played catch in the front. <laughs> Comes comes wheeling. He's going pretty fast too, and he comes down. He's like, "I knew I'd find you here because you're at your, you know, I'm at my friend's, my best friend at the time." And he he said like, he screamed at me. He was like, "I don't know what it is with you and your goddamn hair. Like your <laughs> hair, everything leads back to here, and now you're in deep shit because you left without telling me. Got bleach. Did it and- work?" It did. Wow. That's the, but it bleached it like orangey. Yeah. It was really orange. Um, yeah, my mom used to do like dye my. My mom was cool about it. Yeah, I I was. It started when I was like in third grade when we she dressed me up as a punker for Halloween. Yeah, <clears throat> and it, we used like a fake green. But then from there, I was like, I want to do this more. Yeah. So we did. I did. See, I did white. I did. Uh, you, bleach. I, one of them turned orange. Yeah, didn't do it wrong. And then I think the biggest one I did was blue. Like, you had fucking parental support though. My dad. My dad was like, "I'm done with this bullshit." The only like, thing my my dad called me on is if he said, "If you ever get a piercing, I'm gonna rip and it you out." Got, you I'm got gonna rip lip. it out, and I got my lip, <laughs> and he didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Imagine getting that shit pulled out though. Oh, he would do that, but no. Yeah. And then like tattoos. The only, the only people I hid my tattoos from were my um. My grandparents yeah. for a while. And then one point she like saw like it because it was my mom tattoo. That was the first one. Yeah. And like the part of the heart like kind of showed. She's like, what is that? And I was like, oh, uh, so I showed I it to her. Tattoo. And she, her and my grandfather were like really bummed. But then they're like, all right, it's it's really good work. Yeah. From Blackstone. And then it's for my mom. It's not some bullshit tattoo. Yeah. She's like, I actually had some thought into it. So they were like, mm, all right, it's good. And so it all ties back to teenagers making stupid decisions <laughs> yeah. and that yeah. was kind of our unit i told all these stories to my kids I mean, and they yeah everyone has they're cracking I mean, up they loved it we could do a whole podcast on, on all this stupid, stupid stuff. <laughs> back in the day when we were uh, uh the shit. random, random pranksters, pranksters, but random d-u-m-b yeah pranksters we have to might have to do that and then we told we, we told Dugan to visit it, like our vice principal. Dugan. Oh my god. He's like random pranksters. He would always say it to us. Yeah. And I was like, You're cool with this? We'll have to do that next year. And we'll have to bring some maybe some uh GG friends. And yeah. Talk about the old times. Because oh we my got god. some good ones. And the funny thing is we did all this dumb shit, especially us, without drinking or drugs. Yeah. Like none of we us. We were did all that. very straight laced. Most of us were like claim straight edge, and the other half just like didn't do it. And we did all this dumb shit without even doing all that. Yeah, so, like, we were bad. We were really bad. <laughs> nice. Well, I got. To, I had a busy week this week, too. I, uh, I had the pleasure of working over at BuzzFeed. This oh, week. yeah. I remember you were telling me about that last podcast. Yeah, yeah. How was that? It was It was pretty fun, man. It was one of the, probably the easiest jobs, too, I've ever had I saw, to work. Yeah, and I saw you were money. doing something like food with food, right? Or something. Uh, the picture you posted had, like, they were doing something with chips. Like, mm. they had chips or something. That's awesome. You said that you saw that. Yeah, it was um, it was Tuesday through Friday and it, it's called Block Week where they they have they have multiple buildings in L.A. This is the one off of Citrus and in there they have like uh, their studio. Yeah. And it has like 12 studios and it sounds like a lot, but it, I mean, it is. But like three of them are like kind of big. And then the other ones are about like the size of like a small office, medium size. Yeah. Office, you know, but they make them in these little studios because all they're doing is like these 
backdrop interviews with like personalities and actors. Yeah. And so like the first one, first day was, um, uh, ex Democrat answers 10 questions, ex Republican answers 10 questions and the ex Republican showed up, but the ex Democrat did it. And I think, and we our conspiracy theory is that, uh, he, he, yeah, he didn't know what the, like who was putting us on yeah. until he got, got the call sheet and, and said Buzzfeed. When you say ex Democrat, do you mean somebody who is like a supporter of Democrats or do yeah. you mean a so, politician? Let me back up a little bit. So like uh, uh, <clears throat> all the shows, all the videos I did this week were interviews basically. Mm-hmm. And about a third, about two thirds of them were in, in-house Buzzfeed employees that are also like personalities in their own and they make their own videos. Yeah. And, and then they ask other personalities that work with them to be in their videos. Yeah. It's kind of a cool little community. And then the other third are like just castings that they get off like a casting website or a company. So these <clears throat> Democrat and Republican people were off a casting website. Okay. The first one was this lady. She was great. Um, but the, yeah, this, the conspiracy theory is that he saw the BuzzFeed and realized, oh, these liberal left wing and BuzzFeed people. Screw this. Fuck them. <laughs> I'm not gonna, he didn't even call, call, call us or email us back. So fuck yeah. Them. But then we did like ex-Christian, ex-atheist. Which, Interesting. So, I mean, ex ex Christian. No offense. I was like, okay, whatever you're gonna say, I'm in because I'm pretty anti religion. Yeah. So but, the atheist. But I was thinking, okay. Yeah. Wait, what's wait, wait. he gonna say? Ex atheist. Um, and a little twist. He was gay. Interesting. Right. So he's he's now Christian. Yeah. So, and when he said he didn't tell us that, he showed up, and I was like, he was really tall and had these platform f- shoes on. I'm like, yeah. Is this guy? So yeah, swinging the other way. And then he mentioned it in the interview. We all like looked at each other like, what the fuck? And that his, must be really difficult yeah, because. So, so his, his yeah, side of it atheist. made sense. So he, yeah. he grew up with this family that didn't really support his, his sexual orientation. Yeah. And it didn't like just like own him, but just wasn't there for him. And he moved away and found this community, like a youth center that was just cool people. And found that way and he he says that like like the bible <clears throat> he reads it and he knows that like parts of it aren't you know really true but the message is there and and then what really got me was to me god is just love and i'm just trying to spread that and i was like dude that's like, that's solid because that's exactly I, like yeah like just like being, you and liz like, yeah you being guys a, don't pressure me and all yeah that stuff, it's just love man just well being a love. christian too like knowing that that's exactly the whole message of what the Bible says is just God's love. Yeah. I, yeah. I did. I totally agree with <laughs> yeah, Exactly. He's yeah. awesome. So he's, he's a cool on. dude. And then there was uh, the one you saw with the food. It was, it's kind of a fun game. We might have to do, might have to steal it for this game or something like that. So what they did was they got these snack foods yeah. and get, and had the people guess the serving size that's recommended on the back. Like, like you, by exa- trying it. No, but like, for example, like one of them was the bag of chips. Yeah. And so on the back, it says like, for I forget what the number is, like ten chips. You have to multiply, yeah, right. It's just it will say like per serving, and then serving is like ten chips. And yeah, that's like one hundred and eighty. So they're got it. They were trying to guess the serving size. So many chips, so many M and M's, and it'd be interested to interesting to like kind of add the twist of like you have to taste it, see how unhealthy it tastes, <laughs> and well, be they like, all they all knew the, the <laughs> snacks. It was it was it was yeah. Lay's, Oreos, M and M's, goldfish, and so that was like a little fun thing to do, and then. Um, I'll just speed through these because there were a lot of them. It was yeah. like teen horror stories. Oh, we had a hair dye horror stories, which was fun. These people yeah. and like doctor horror stories and gymnastic horror stories. And then they had like uh, one of them was fun that uh, it was this, this lady. She's a personality there. She was cracking me up. I was trying to hold my laughter. She had Instagram determine her makeup for the day. 
Oh and, man. And it was like, yeah, it was a ridiculous like color pattern, like on paper. And she was just like doing it. And she's like, fuck you guys. I fucking hate all you as my Instagram. That's power. hilarious. But, like in a funny it's way. It's a fun game. And then when she was done, it like actually looked pretty good. Like she looked like she'd probably go to emo night. Yeah. <laughs> she had like black lipstick on and like pink uh, eyeliner and on. She's like, Honestly, I didn't think I was going to like this, but I'm going to rock this for the rest of the but day. But she was really good at doing makeup, yeah, yeah. so... Well, not really. She's just... Uh, just whatever. Yeah. Like, just, I got it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, it was just a cool atmosphere there. Like, walking around, there's this young and old and different ethnicities and different hair colors and orientations and The way it should be, right? Yeah. It just feels like what the future and community should be like. And everyone yeah. just, hey, morning, I don't know you. Morning, morning, you know, how you doing? Good, you know, just... Yeah, I have a couple friends who um, worked for BuzzFeed or are working for BuzzFeed. um, And they just said that the atmosphere is different. Like, it's very, like, it just feels welcoming. Yeah, I feel like work. For sure. And they have this, one thing that got me is they have this standalone building called the Canteen. And it's basically like a mini 7-Eleven. And you walk in and everything's free. (laughs) That's super cool. Candy cereal they had kombucha cold cold brew and like oh, they have iced everything tea on tap and then they had like a Lacroix machine it wasn't you were allowed to take stuff too uh yeah I'm that's fir- badass I, i'm a first ad i can do whatever i want super cool uh, they had a machine that was it wasn't Lacroix brand but it was yeah like a tap of different flavors interesting like coffee machine oh. only buzzfeed would have that i could live in that place i love it and then every and then we had lunch every day, which was just... How do I get a job writing for BuzzFeed? Uh, Come on. If you find out, let me know. Because <laughs> I got the job because uh, some people I know were out of town that yeah. usually do it. So when they get back, I don't know if I'm going to get this call back. But they That's liked me. super cool. Yeah. And, you know, we'll kind of segue into what we're going to talk about in a little bit. Just a quick segment. One of the guys I worked with, I walk in the first day and I have my angel backpack on, right? And uh, it's it's there's three ad's it's me and this guy named matt and this guy named tj yeah and then our producers are there and just you know hey everybody how you doing i sit down i put my backpack down and then one of the producers goes oh no you a Uh baseball fan and tj like looks to me hey angel fan and then we just start like talking and everyone's just like oh no we brought another baseball fan oh because he likes baseball and and he won't stop talking about it and when you yeah especially if you are a baseball fan and when you find one that knows what they're talking about it's like oh you're one of few. Like, oh, you're all you about it. You don't want to talk it, about yeah. football, just baseball? Okay. I mean, I'm down to talk any kind of sports. But, but baseball, baseball fans, are there's something different. And especially <laughs> this last week with the winter meetings, uh, which is a big deal if you're not a baseball fan. This is kind of when MLB and all the teams meet into a, a... This year it's in San Diego. I don't know if it's in San Diego every... I think they mix it up, but um, they all meet up, and this is where the teams and the agents and the players all meet up and try Make to figure deals out yeah. and stuff and some big deals happened this this week um garrett cole kind of pissed about some of the deals i'm not man i'm glad we didn't get garrett cole i would not want to pay that much for that many years i don't i how much did they pay end dude, up paying him 245 million dollars over nine years which comes out to like 36 million dollars a year yeah but you're looking at we have trout who were paying 400 million for 12 maybe, years wait, maybe it was more than that right 12 years, 400 million. But he's on another level. He is. He's above Mickey Mouse. But he, is that dude ever going to get a ring? He's worth it. <laughs> Pitchers are scary because yeah. that's the one thing they do. Like Trout, yeah. see like Pujols in his later years now, he's not playing as much defense, but can still hit. You know, pitchers, yeah. if your arm goes, you're done. You are done. And so I, <clears throat> he's, Cole's still semi, semi-young-ish. Um, I'm just it, mad. It would have been great to have him, but man, I'm just pissed because the Yankees like 
Yeah, whoever they want. So whenever there's big names out, they're all going to end up going to the Yankees because they have all the money. Well, and then but the Angels did do some stuff this week. They did pay a lot for a player. We got Randone from the Washington Nationals for uh, it averages about about $35, $35 million a year. But I'm just wondering. He's worth it. What is that going to do for them? Oh. You well, think that's going to okay, do so something? The big problem this year was pitching. Every yeah. analyst, everybody was like, For Angels sure. need pitching because one of us literally died last year. Yeah. Um, but third base, I've I've been saying this for a long time, is one position that needed to be filled. We had Kozar last year and he got hurt and then we've just been filling it in with all these other guys like Fletcher and Rahifo and who've been yeah. great. And it's great that we have those kind of players to fill in, but we needed someone there, a third base. Like a star and third baseman. We got the best guy. I mean, he You is, think he's the best third baseman in baseball? He he's on the list. He's he made the <clears throat> this year MLB made the uh I forget what they call it. It's not it's like the all time all team all-star team. Yeah. So instead of like all-star team from each division, they made like a voting thing after the season where the fans voted for the MLB all-star team. So there's mix of American league and national leagues and he made that team. So that's like a big deal. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with getting a really good player. I think it's awesome. We just need pitching no, there's, and we don't have any like there, there, I mean, Otani, but Otani, you can't guarantee he's going to do anything amazing. <clears throat> like he got, he's, he's still semi injured. Yeah. We haven't even seen him throw off the mound yet, but progress is great. Mm hmm. Angels are still talking. There's uh, like three guys still out there. Um, oh, actually, one of them just came off the market. I just I'm Who, way over here. Bumgarner? Oh, no, Klubler from the Indians. Oh, god, that it. was one guy. We we would have had a trade for him, uh, but that would have been a great. Who pickup. picked him up? Texas Rangers, which god. I'm not happy about. No way. Um, but Bumgarner still available. But I don't think I don't. Ryu. I don't think. Oh yeah, I don't think the Angels are gonna. Get Bumgarner because I think I well, think now, the now Dodgers that Kubler's or... off the market, it's I, I I when Cole got signed, I'm like good. Now we can go get two pitchers for yeah. the price of one because I would rather have. Imagine not getting not Ryu. Amazing, imagine man, getting great. Ryu and Bumgarner. Just like they ended up shelling it. out a shit ton of and money. What's great too is both of them both have National League batting experience. Yeah. Um, Joe Madden, our new manager, has someone asked him like, "Hey, because American League uh, pitchers don't bat necessarily when, yeah. when when they're playing in an American League stadium. If an American League team is doing interleague with a National League team and they're playing at their stadium, they have to the bat. P- pitcher has to bat. So this is kind of fun little rule." Um, Madden asked uh, or was asked when Otani is pitching when the DH is available, are you going to have him bat? And his answer was basically like, yeah, of course it's Otani. Like, yeah. why, why, no, no, it was, why wouldn't I? It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy was so good this year, just not pitching. So yeah, he was, he, I hope, I really hope he has a good year. I'm good. It'd be uh, awesome. Dude, I'm, I feel way better going into spring training this year than last year. Yeah. Um, I felt good that we had a new manager, but Matt, I, even if we have, God forbid, knock on wood, that Madden, we don't have a very good season next year. I hope that the Angels don't go ahead and fire another manager after yeah. one year. Madden is a manager that needs to develop. Dude, he got the Cubs to the world, won the World Series. Yep. He he took one of the teams that had never gone in like forever and got and, and Tampa Bay. So leave him be. 
for like yeah, five, let him, even let like him five, develop. at least five years. I don't remember how many years they signed. Especially him. with people like Trout, Otani, yeah. um, now Rendon, you know, and then like, uh, be good. And then catchers are still up in the air too, but I think it's enough baseball talk. I'm sure yeah. our listeners. Like, shut <laughs> up know, about it already. Like, just like with this guy TJ, I was I could talk for hours with yeah. him. Yeah. Buzz, or, uh, baseball, but uh, let's get into some things we reviewed. Um, let's just talk about the Irishman for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right off the bat. Yeah, I've been t- talking for a while. So, what did you think about it? <clears throat> um, you took a time with it. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I took which probably what, I mean, three, three and a half hour, hour movie. Yeah, dude, I mean, I don't blame you. It's almost four. It's almost Lord of the Rings plus like, and it's not even the director's tr- cut if that ever comes out. Oh god, <laughs> I don't. Know, I haven't heard anything. Well, you have like Lord of the Rings. They have like four hours each, four and a half. Yeah. <laughs> this one's like this yeah. epic gangster movie, I guess. Yeah, um, we set it up a little bit without dragons and wizards and stuff. But um, the the Irishman was a good movie. I really liked it. <laughs> that's how you um, set it up. Irishman was a good and movie. and that's that's really going to be no, my like review. It was a good movie. 2019 Irishman, directed by Martin Scorsese. Yes, sc- starring Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and Joe Pesci. Oh, I was about to say it was a good movie. Okay, it had great actors, a great director, Martin Scorsese. Um, but the overarching feeling I got from this movie from beginning to end mm-hmm. was it was, and I don't know how else to say it. It was very tired. It was very. It felt. Hmm. very old it's a lot of old guys it is and and that's not necessarily a bad thing because we'll get to that like in the end of the movie it made sense to me but everybody's really old everybody moves very slowly the scenes move super slow even the young versions of them yeah yeah It, it and it kind of gets awkward at times, especially when it, there was a scene where they, he drives a truck, he meets Joe Pesci for like the first time. Yeah. Um, and he's apparently like a meat truck driver and he meets um, Joe Pesci and they both look young, but they they talk a little like slower and they move slower. And I'm like, these are, this Wait, okay, is not. So that's probably, they've been talking about the CGI. They, yeah. They made all these guys look younger. Yeah. Um, that scene in particular was probably the most most they did. I think yeah. it was probably the youngest they made him. Yeah. What did you think about that? I don't think it looked bad. Maybe I actually not, think man. that looked pretty good. Knowing, um, knowing it's there. Yeah. Um, you can kind of tell by the lips, like the lip movement a little bit. But My, my argument too, because I heard a lot of people saying, oh, it's it takes me out of it and it doesn't look good. Okay. Compared to if they, they wanted to make these guys look young, there's yeah. probably two ways. One is higher some young guys mm-hmm. look like them, which that's really hard. That's hard. They're unique looking Unless people. they have like sons, which some actors do and that, that works out. Or two, they use makeup and prosthetics. Yeah. And that usually looks pretty bad. Like going either way, like making young people look old and the other yeah. way. The other way, when they make old people look young, all they usually do is just dye their hair. Yeah. Like it's usually like <laughs> a fresh haircut. But this is like a new way. I I, I didn't. I didn't, I, I didn't mind it. I thought it. I thought the CGI in this movie was better than a lot of other movies. Yeah. Um, this is probably one of the most heavily CGI movies that yeah. Scorsese's ever done. Yeah. And I need to like throw respect to, you know, Martin Scorsese. He is one of my favorite directors and it was really, really well done. Very well done. The story was cool. I knew nothing about Jimmy I Hoffa. Know, so did I just, just about like where he was buried. Like, the, yeah, that's well, all I knew. that's still a, 
up for grabs. Yeah, I mean, because it's still a mystery about where well, he went, what happened to him. But people, the consensus is this type of thing happened. Yeah. Um, I I think that at times I was taken out of it by how slow it moved, and I'm okay with slow movies. But this movie, there were points where I was like, I am so bored. Like well, I got really bored. I mean, if okay, so. It'd be hard not to compare this movie with other Scorsese movies, especially when it's gangster movies. So yeah. Goodfellas, a casino, even departed some some way. Yeah. Um I feel like those three movies in particular are a little bit faster, yeah. faster cut. Casino is amazing yeah. in particular. So I I grew I do agree with you that, but I Scorsese Scorsese though, overall, I don't he's he's <clears throat> maybe like a medium paced. Yeah. He doesn't really have too many quick cuts. Yeah, and I don't mean like I needed it to be like super fast or anything, yeah. but the first half of the movie was all in. This is not complaining. This is actually saying it made sense that he had to set it up. He had to set up who these characters were. Yeah. For somebody like me, I had no idea who yeah, any of these people were. Yeah. So then the second half of the movie really gets good because it's that's where all the action happens, all yeah. of, you know, the the plot happens basically. Mm-hmm. This is all character development in the beginning and then action plot at the end. And I love the end. Like I loved that latter half of the movie. It explored, you know, themes of like death and getting older and age as well as doing it in a gangster film, which was awesome. One thing I did like, uh, speaking of like those people that <clears throat> when they would like just have one interaction with some real person that happened, they would like freeze frame and show a little, what happened, like the guy's name, yeah, how he died and when it was. That it was, was like, cool. That was kind of a fun little thing. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, the, the overall, it looked great. The acting was spot on because you have great actors. So I heard Some that, of the best. I read that on DB. Uh, so Pesci had to come out of retirement for this. Yeah. And I guess Scorsese and them asked him like over 50 times. And then eventually he said yes. He's like, God, all right, I'll do say, it. Because they kept saying they 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 tested some other people and it just wasn't working. He was, who else is going to do that? And speak when you say slow, this might be the slowest I've ever seen Joe Pesci act yeah. before. I mean, but he was smooth and collect. I loved his character, but it's not the not the Pesci from Good no. at all. Or, even or Casino, Casino, yeah. Casino was it just so shows, good. Shows the 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 range these guys can do. Um, Pacino was good yeah I, but uh kind of a, if you look at the what these guys usually like, re- yeah. look like in real life he he didn't really look like um jimmy hoffa thank you hoffa um i mean his acting's great but the whole time i just was like that's pacino yeah and pacino. the thing about him though it was like toned down pacino like it wasn't oh, he, 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 he got you know, the 10 he a couple did times, sometimes but yeah. sometimes he's like ah, but other than that like I feel like he was he was much more toned down because the movie called for him to be more toned down, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, he was kind of a... It's weird because he was like the center of the movie. Like, when you really think about it, his character... Was, <laughs> good, good choice. He was like... It's from the soundtrack. Yeah, he was like the centerpiece. Without him, the story... Yeah, I mean, because yeah, the movie really is centers around De Niro. Yeah. But he's the one that's... Yeah, he there. drives that plot at the end, but... I feel like he did a good job with what he had. Um, the act, the chemistry is great because these people have been working together for I, how many years now? Since Goodfellas, right, was his first, his first major. Oh, uh, 
Pesci? Uh, um, Scorsese. He had all oh. these actors like together. Uh, no, he was doing stuff before. Well, yeah, but with them, wouldn't that have been their no, first? No, 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 no. They, they did Taxi Driver and stuff, dude. Well, yeah, but was was like Pesci in yeah. that? Or, he was? I haven't not seen ta- Taxi, uh, not Taxi Driver. Driver. Um, the boxing one. Uh, oh, our listeners are hating me right oh, now. Oh, I know. Yeah, the... Um, not Raging Bull. Yes, Raging yes, Bull. Thank Raging you. Bull. Okay. Well, Raging Bull. Yeah. Okay. So even be, before Goodfellas, they've been working together, right? Oh, I mean. So they have great chemistry with each other. And I think that was my favorite part was just watching them all come back. It was like a family reunion, but old people. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they. Uh, yeah. So like, I'm sorry. I'm great at job, though. They Scorsese's, did a great job. Like, IMDb, and one of his first movies is Mean Streets, which I watched a long time ago. I need to rewatch this. And Are they I, all in that? Uh, at least De Niro is. Carvey Cartel. De Niro just seems like an awesome dude. Like, he, he, Ooh, Bob? Bobby? So cool. <laughs> Bobby. Yeah. There's a few that I watched when I was younger. Like, uh, um, I should even watch Reagan Bull again. Yeah, but I'll, I'll tell you one thing though about these movies. I've I've always had a fascination with old school gangster movies. Like, oh, yeah, I will. I, I love them. I love those movies. Like you Casino, be one, and then you like kind of like a superhero. Yeah, like, I want to be one. And then you step back and go, kind of like oh, the, these guys were real and they all died. Yeah, and they're all <laughs> assholes. Yeah. Um, yeah, they I, like killed people. Casino is one of my favorite movies of all time, and. This movie had some echoings of that, so I was just that old school gangster feel was great. What's um, uh, so? What's your scrutiny scale? My scrutiny scale overall, uh, I ended up you know figuring out. Wait, like the soundtrack was like whatever because it was just song. It was songs. My nana loved the soundtrack. Soundtrack's great, but it it's just it's music. I, I like composed music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's. I give it an eighty percent. I thought I was. That's oh okay. I was I was looking to see if they had like orchestra. Yeah. Ba- and yeah, they don't. The soundtrack is all just. Uh, it's all like songs they took like from this, the era. Yeah, I love. I mean, this is. I, I might even download the soundtrack. Yeah, it's really good. Good, good background music for a party. I gave it an eighty-six point five. Oh 5. wow! Yeah, and like I actually a little thought harsher. Um, and that seemed low for me. I thought yeah. it was gonna be in the nineties, but I'm comparing Scorsese to Scorsese. He's the, you yeah. know, he's not only the top, so I'm gonna not only comparing the top movie, but the top director to himself. Um, mostly ravaged around like four, four point five. I gave. I yeah. mean, um, I'm looking through my thing here. Yeah, yeah. I the music was great. Like, yeah, I'm looking at all fours, four point five. Um, even the performance from these guys seemed better. Like yeah. You said, you know, when you said slow, I'm really kind of agreeing with you, but yeah. It's to appreciate it though, and you know, but their chemistry is five, of course. But I love um, listening to like their voices. They have this like soft gristle yeah. in their voice because from age, mm-hmm. it just that's part of the art for me. Is just like, oh my gosh, that sounds so beautiful. This is, I love <clears throat> De Niro in this. Um, like I was saying with Pacino, I just kept seeing Pacino in like a costume. I, yeah, I I fell for. De Niro. I, yeah. I, I, this was kind of a character. He was very quiet. Yeah. And there's, there's centered. one scene in particular, but it kind of has a spoiler. Could I like... 20 seconds. Fast All right. Go. All right. So spoiler right here for about 20 seconds. So it's the scene where he's taking Jimmy to go get to kill him basically yeah. to the house. But his face 
during that time and just watching how he's like trying to act like really strong and like, I got to do this, yeah. but you can see his heart breaking for yeah. it's like one of his best friends, you know? Hey, <clears throat> he warned him. Yeah, he like did three times, dude. Like, Come on. And man. then the last on. one was like, this is it, dude. Like the, you will, there's no more warnings. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, if you continue, you're going to fucking die. Yeah. And God bless Hoffa, man. He was like, fuck those guys. I'm going to stand my ground, but yeah. you, don't, you can't beat the mob. <laughs> end spoiler. But, All right. End spoiler. But, yeah. but it's not really a spoiler because everyone knows Jimmy Hoffa dies, but yeah. the way he dies, I didn't I didn't know that part. So Yeah, so he, um, I, I feel like Robert De Niro did a lot with his face rather than his voice in this well, movie. How much, how much was it? Was it him or the CGI? <laughs> they we don't, we CGI'd don't his pain. It's getting so good now, man. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so if you haven't seen it and you got a day to watch a movie, <laughs> yeah. go watch it. Or it's split free it on up. Netflix. One of my friends said they should have split it up into like episodes, like three episodes. Was I, that I, you? No, I I wouldn't like, have I wouldn't have want Scorsese like this to do a. Like, it's series. true. It's like he it needs be, to do movies. Yeah, and then he executive produces like shows, like he did Boardwalk Empire and stuff. Yeah, which that's that's cool, but he needs to do movies, and I hope this isn't the last one. I know it seems, and you know, and uh, one more thing, one last note with these guys because they've done so many. Yeah. Sometimes, I had an example I was thinking the other day. I can't think of it, but um, kind of how the I was thinking. Hopefully, this new Ghostbusters isn't going to be like this, where it's like the last one. We're all coming back one last time, last yeah. ride. And sometimes it just, oh, you guys shouldn't have done it. Like, yeah, bands. That's what I was trying to think of. Some of these bands, they go out for a long time, they come back and write an album, and it's like. Oh, or Toy Story Four. Still haven't seen it. They I'm should not. not it's it, well. Yeah. It's not no. Not seeing four. I don't. I didn't see the reason. Three don't was, see three it. Three was a perfect. One, two, and three are perfect. Should I not see don't it? watch four. It's basically one of those though. like. It felt like you know how they did all those like side movies like they did yeah. like the Toy Story horror one or yeah, whatever it is. It feels like that. It feels like a mm. side movie. Okay. It, not worth it. All right. And everybody's like, it's so sad at the end. I'm like, I was sad that they didn't just end it at three because it was beautiful. It was perfect. Just, yeah. It gets me every time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- but this, they nailed it. Yeah, it was a great, they did. It's like a family reunion, high school reunion kind of thing. Yeah. And it was great to see everyone. See it. It's great. Uh, one, and one last note, <clears throat> kind of segueing into the next movie I want to review. The, do you know what the budget for Irishman was? What? Just guess. It went way over budget. I want to say like 40 million. Oh, no, 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 no. Keep going. Oh, because of the actors. Like $200 million? $159 million. Holy crap. And it was all actors. That's that's totally... Well, in production, dude. The, and the other thing was the the scenes. The, dude, the cars. There was... Okay, one... There is a lot to unpack in this movie. The, the one scene in particular is early on, De Niro's doing like things for him, and he goes and blows up all those taxi cabs. Oh shit! I remember okay. that scene. How short is that scene? Like, it's super short. No, but it probably not costs even a 30, crap ton. Yeah, not even thirty seconds. Yeah, and it's probably twenty old school looking cabs, and they blow them all up, and then they just cut two. Like it's like a throwaway scene, but that one throwaway scene probably cost a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Right? So I appreciate that they just like now they spend does, the money to make it like those little things worth it. I'm curious because it it came out it was like select theaters. Yeah, what, I was, what, I was it, throw that out what was the box office? So it was Netflix. I, I want to say box office would be like, I want to say fifty million. Less. 
Well, I'll tell you this. This is going to be a new thing coming out with Netflix. Yeah. They, they do. So to be a contention up for Oscars, they do have to do a small theatrical run. Yeah. And uh, I think Netflix reported that um, like 70 million people watched this when it first came out or I don't know. And, in the theater? And then, then you times that by like 10 to $15, then you kind of get what the box office would have been. But right here, according to IMDb, their cumulative worldwide gross, $885,000. Oh, that's awful. But that doesn't matter because it's Netflix. Netflix doesn't care what that box office is. That's just added money because it's all about, because they're getting... Every time they're somebody getting, streams how much is Netflix, it. Netflix, $7 Yeah, it's 7 bucks a month. That's that's their tickets. Yeah. So that's the new kind of. But I mean, oh, that's that's. Yeah, bad. I would have loved to see this in the theaters. It would have been yeah. cool, but yeah, it was selected theaters. I don't know why they chose. It'd be interesting to find out why they. Well, probably because Netflix approached him to write something for them, right? It wasn't. They Netflix has always, since they started trying to change and prove themselves in the movie industry. Yeah. And they haven't gotten an Oscar best picture winner yet i so, don't think this will win though it'll be up for it uh, it'll be it'll interesting be hard, to have our end we'll, of the year we'll talk about Oscar that in a little bit talk, next, yeah. our, our top three are coming up i don't yeah. i don't know what other movie would beat it mm. hollywood once upon a time in hollywood knives out so we'll talk Parasite, about it like, for sure th- those are contenders but it is nowhere no way to the master class that scorsese put on four v four v ferrari that, that was pretty good too, though. Yeah, I guess we'll 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 maybe we'll do like a episode where we talk a little yeah, bit more in depth about do, all of the. We're probably gonna do one more, and we'll probably watch all of the movies again. I don't again. know when the Oscar nominations come out. Let's we'll see. And what we should find out because then we can do kind of a watch we'll all of them, and then. Oh, I need to. Yeah. I don't know about rewatching Irishman though. That's three. No, no, no. If you've already seen it, then we don't need to. Three and a half it. hours, but yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, let me use the word segue again. Um, onto another. Netflix movie. What'd you watch? Six Underground. Now, this is the new movie from Michael Bay. It's a Whom I am movie. not very fond of, but... I'm going to try to change your mind. Um, Let's see. Looking at the budget on this one, I was... Because, like, I was halfway through thinking, holy what, shit. Like a billion this is, dollars? This is probably that's the, how he is? This might be one of the most expensive Michael Bay movies I've ever seen. And he already spends a shit ton of money. $150 million. It was really? nine million dollars less than the Irishman. God, um, and it's it's just a made for Netflix movie, yep. right? I think they want to do more of these. Um, it's kind of like a fun, like almost like Netflix's version of like Fast and the Furious, a little bit. Okay. Um, starring Ryan Reynolds, is that you? Yeah. Okay, no worries. Um, Ryan Reynolds, Malene Larette, um, Manuel Garcia Ruffalo, Ben Hardy. Uh, there's a bunch of names. Dave, Dave Franco makes an appearance. Um, what you know about Michael Bay is what you're going to get in this movie, plus new technology. This is probably the most sophisticated filmmaking I've seen in a long time. This guy uses everything in his toolbox: drones, GoPros. Every, I mean, I don't. I would want. I would like to know if there how many cameras were destroyed. In this in this um, in this movie, because they had to be from all the destruction. God, um, some of the best action CGI I've seen in a long time. They combine the live action with real life really well. Um, at some points, I, f- I it kind of felt like a Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, they do. This is a 
hard R. Really? It is. There are some death scenes in there that are so creative and fun, but some are brutal. Like, like, yeah, it's, it's probably one of the most over the top Michael Bay movies I've ever seen. And that's saying a lot because all of his movies are so over the top. Yeah. But, um, as a dude, I love this movie. I can't, I want to watch another one. Um, it was a really long movie too. It was like two, two hours. Oh, I seemed longer than that, but it was one probably complaint. It probably could have been a little bit less, but they go all over the world. All, so many cars. Um, what's it called? Six underground. Six underground. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'm going to go down through my streaming scale real quick. I gave it an 83. 83. And that feels pretty good for me. Um, and I wasn't expecting much from this. I, I was looking for something to watch last night and I forgot about this movie and it popped up on Netflix. I was like, all right, let's give it a try. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised. I loved it. Um, the only thing is like the acting sucks. <laughs> Ryan. Reynolds, yeah. The, I love Ryan Reynolds. He doesn't, but the whole time, just like um, Pacino is just looking at Pacino. I just saw Ryan Reynolds the whole time. He was, yeah. He was doing kind of like the Deadpool skit, sketch, you know, thing. And um, some of the lines are kind of corny, but it's, that's what it's the movie is. It's a Michael is. Bay movie though. Yeah. Um, they have a good scene where they're, one of the guys is like high on laughing gas and he keeps throwing out movie lines and while he's trying to fight and it's pretty, it's pretty fun. Um, have you ever seen Crank? I know that movie, but I haven't seen it where he has to like be like electrocuted or something. Crank and Crank 2. Yeah. If you like this movie, those movies, like they're really competently made too. Yeah. You would like them. Um, I don't know what else to say. If you're not into these movies, you're not going to like it. But yeah, if you are, this is probably one of the most sophisticated yeah, check it detailed out. one. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's all it is. But it's a it's pretty gross at some points. Like, like brutal. But it's funny though. Like that's the other thing that Michael Bay will do. He's great at action, but he has these little fun like just scenes and yeah. Um, yeah. That's I it. mean, what can you say about it? It's a great action. Would you give it again? Eighty three. Eighty three. Which All is right. like six points close. higher. Six points higher than the uh, super <laughs> super close. Yeah. Uh, Six points lower, though, huh? Well, nine million's le- that's what co- uh, that's what nine million extra will get you. It'll get you it's six crazy. points on my screen scale. Better listen up, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, let's uh, start going into our top three movies of the year. Anyways, yeah. Get through it. Since we've been talking about movies, I think it's appropriate. Yeah, we're getting close to an hour. Um, Why don't you go first? Because I've been yeah. talking for a little bit. So I'll do my top. Well, I guess we just sure go back and have, forth. Yeah, I'm sure we're going to have some crossover, too. Back and forth. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. my... Um, Start from number three. Number three, I, I uh, picked Parasite. Um, right. I, I really, really liked it. Original movie idea. I like that it was, you know, a foreign film. I do enjoy having to like read and then kind of follow along with my eyes and infer certain things. Mm-hmm. I thought it was beautifully made. Um, creepy. There were moments that were genuinely yeah. creepy and just Those weird. Koreans. Yeah. They make a, they make a really good, weird films. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Bo. Oh, God damn it. Um, he, w- uh, the director was on Jimmy Fallon the other day. Yeah. And he's hilarious. It was one of, I think his like first, um, American like talk show um, interviews, and he had to have an uh, interpreter there. Yeah, what's his name? Bong Joon Ho. Bon- yeah, he's he's awesome. I, I I'm excited to see what else he does. Do you see which um, uh, Snowpiercer man? Yeah, I gotta check that. Gotta out. Check that one. I think you'll like that one. His 
Yeah. But but I look and I was looking at budget and like versus box office and how they did just because I was curious. Yeah. But this movie, its budget was about eleven million, um, and it, the box office was one hundred twenty three point four million. So it did really well. I'm happy for it, dude. Um, worldwide is one hundred twenty one million. Yeah, is that what you just said? Yeah, hundred. Well, it, I got one hundred twenty three point four million. I don't know how that. I'm works, on IMDb. Are you on Wikipedia? Or I went on um, box office. Mojo? I forget. Yeah, I went somewhere and checked it out. I went on Google, but it's around the 120 range. Yeah, dude, kill um, it. Great, great movie. I thought it was unique. I loved that. You know how I like dark movies, just mm-hmm. weird ass shit. But from the title, it's not as dark as no, you would think it is. I thought it was going to be it has moments. more horror oriented, but yeah. it actually had some beautiful shots. Like the part. It's more the, of a like the about part a family. That always comes back to me, and it's gonna be totally weird. But when the guy's pissing in the street and everything gets all slow mode, like that, oh, yeah. that's it, through Stupid. that window, the basement window on, on a shot about a guy pissing. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. It, and they throw the water on him. It's super they never cool. Really, like I have to watch it again, but I don't really remember like another scene like that. They yeah. took advantage of like that high speed camera. It was really it was just cool. that one scene yeah. where they needed the, the pee guy. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Anyway, so he was on Jimmy Fallon and dude, he's hilarious. I want to hang out with this guy. And he can like he's like half English, half yeah. um Korean. And they were saying that he I forget what film festival it was, it was a con or something, and it won and uh, it was late at night and him and the actors hadn't had dinner because they're doing all this press yeah. stuff and it got like 11 minute standing ovation like crazy and he finally like got on the mic he's like all right that's enough we have to go eat like he's yeah like, he's like stop I'm, it I'm hungry. I'm hungry like i appreciate it but like let's go it's late mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like I appreciate, that's awesome um and so what was your what was your number three my number three um and it doesn't have to be in a particular order. Like it's fine, but I have a I have a number one for sure. Got but it. Everything below that was really tough for me. Yeah. Um, and I'm still indecisive because there's. I mean, I even. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'll pull the trigger. Um, because I'm gonna have I'm gonna have two for number two. Got it. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but my number three, and it's it's tough for me to put at number three, but once upon once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. So my number three. It was a great movie. Um. I was expecting something else, which kind of, I'm not knocking the movie. I yeah. was, I was expect, I'm not expecting another like Inglorious Bastards, but another masterclass from a director. I mean, it, it's so great. Like I want to, I haven't, did I see it twice? I think I saw it twice, but I'd, like to, I'd love to see it again. Just that end scene. Yeah. I, I love that. I want to go scene. drive up to that house and see if I can drive up there and do a little Be circle cre- in, yeah. in the cul-de-sac. Um I mean, if you haven't seen it, go see it. I mean, I'm sure all these movies we're going to mention right now are going to be up for nominations. Yeah, too, I'm for sure. positive. Because they can do up to 10 now on Best Picture. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. These they will all done, be there. Which, they, since they announced it, I don't think they've done a full 10, which I appreciate. They do like eight. They get yeah. close. Um, but this this year, I think it'll be 10 because there's a lot of stuff out. But nothing. When I was making this list, I mean, I have a definitive number one, but... Even that, I was when I was looking through the list of this year, nothing really was like that's it. Like yeah. every year, everyone kind of goes, "That's it." Like the Revenant, that's you know, that's it. Lord of the Rings, that's gonna win. You know, everyone kind of knows the front leader. Yeah, I'm not sure which this one's one. gonna be hard. Yeah, yeah, because um, they're all different genres. They're all like it's a great year though. I'm yeah. not saying these are a, a year for terrible movies. It's actually it was, a good year. But yeah, so number three, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 
Not on your list? No. Oh. Well, no. Okay. Because if, if if we mention one, just we'll just hop on it and yeah. talk about it. So what's your number two? My number two is Joker. All right. Well, I'll hop in with you because this is my number one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Joker. Um, I, yeah. I don't even... Todd Phillips. Don't even... I don't know how he did what he did with the subject matter. It was mind blowing. Yeah. Um, and it got it. It got a lot of shit. But I, Super I thought hero, it was fantastic. Well, comic book movies are always gonna get shit. Yeah. But. So its budget was fifty five to seventy million, somewhere in between there. Hmm. Um, but the box office was like one billion dollars worldwide like but one billion dollars yeah it's a testament it got didn't it get faster to a billion than uh avengers yeah i believe so and the crazy thing is it's a testament to like the fact that people probably a lot of people multiple viewed this one for sure i went on twice i saw it twice as well and it's it's such a good movie if someone hit me up right now and wanted to see Joker again right today, well, after the Rams game, hit I would me go, up. I'll go, yeah, let's go. <laughs> what time? Yeah, I'm almost down to go see it again. I, I, I think it's, I think it's a beautiful portrayal. Well, what of was the budget? Fifty-five to seventy million. I'm just real quick. Um, I was. That's. I'm glad you're doing that. Once upon a time was ninety million. Ninety. Ninety million. That's fucking huge for a Quentin. That's a big one. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure like half of it went to DiCaprio. And but the, yeah, but the cool thing about these two directors is you could tell that this one. They, the, oh, sorry, go ahead. They even with that budget, like they're they're such competent directors. You can tell that they kind of worked within a lower budget, I guess, than you would consider. You know what I mean? Nineties high, but there's some that are hundred millions. Mu- as you much know? as um, uh, I, don't know, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, I was going to compare Todd Phillips to uh, Quentin Tarantino because, yeah. oh, that's what I was going to say. As much as the Joker is referencing all these De Niro movies, Scorsese yeah. movies, I'm sh- Todd Phillips is for sure. Like the scene where um, he, he kills the big guy and little midgets there. Yeah. Sorry, little person. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Um, that's a hilarious scene. It, it is. definitely shades of Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Where it's just rough violent but then there's like this little squeak of yeah funniness like the end of uh once upon a time in hollywood with all the hippies yeah Yeah. once it turns crazy yeah for sure um this this uh once upon a time made only 300 only 370 million 371 million dollars i would expect that one to make more that seemed like a low number for me too yeah with that type of cast i mean those are and quentin tarantino i mean mean, he's a yeah did he wait, wait did he make an appearance in the movie I don't think so. I don't remember I him being in it. He's always in his movies. I wonder, because I know they're going to come out with a new, like a extended version on Netflix. I wonder uh, if he'll, he's like in one of the deleted scenes. Anyways, I didn't mean to step on Joker, but yeah, let's get back on a Joker. Um, I, I mean, with, I'm surprised it made as much money as it made because it's not a Batman movie. It's not. It's not a superhero movie. Okay. It's totally an exploration of like psychosis and drama. And yes, it does have like some thriller elements, but ultimately it was like a psychological like drama. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, I guess the name, the, ultimate, the title, the Joker, ultimate I guess. Anti-hero. Yeah. Because the beginning, you really do like root for this guy. This guy's having like the worst life. But then when he turns and he becomes bad you you're not supposed to root for him yeah you're really not it, it, he 
And I mean, as much as I, you know, I obviously, <laughs> obviously I was like, he's a bad guy. But during the movie, I was like, man, just the way he's getting treated, gets treated like shit. I, it just it made sense and you actually sympathized with him you know you empathize even sometimes empathized yeah i was looking up uh quentin tarantino to see if he was in once upon a time in hollywood and he's uncredited as the uh director of the red apple cigarettes commercial oh okay got it Remember when he like uh, yeah leo finally breaks character and you can hear him off off screen yeah yelling at him or something i'm surprised though he didn't make like a bigger bigger uh, yeah. role that's like his time period i'm sure he would have loved to have getting dressed up in those clothes and stuff. yeah um yeah so joker if you guys haven't seen it i mean it's gonna Check if anything it. dude that might be the most competition irish man has yeah because it is you can't look at that movie and not say it's masterfully made yeah no it is fucking way yeah it's it's cinematography is beautiful i hope it wins for some i would put my money on irishman but man it's gonna give it a run best for actor right He's going to be up for best actor. Yeah. Wouldn't it be crazy? He better freaking win. He yeah. better win that. Well, we'll get more into Oscar. T- let's, let's wait till the yeah. like, nominations come out, too. But I but can yeah. see Christian Bale up there, too. He was great. I'm, unless he's going to be a supporting. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But so, that's my number two. All right. I'm curious now what your number one is. Oh, you'll see. It's probably some weird fucking movie. <laughs> um. Cool. So I'll just I'll just go to my number two, which is two of them. I'll we'll go through them real quick because I loved both of these movies, and I and it's not like I I, I cannot put Hollywood uh, Once Upon a Time on my my list, so I had yeah. to squeeze in these two. And I I probably sure I probably should have put Irishman on there too, but it wasn't my favorite. You know what I mean? It was yeah. great. It's probably one of the best movies I saw this year, but it wasn't my favorite. So number two, I got Knives Out and Ford Reese's V Ferrari. Oh, cool. I saw them kind of in the same week too, which. Yeah, helped. Um, and I say this a lot, but in a world of everything's been done before, these two movies have some new ideas, especially Knives Out. It was such a, I mean, it's yeah, that was fun. Homage to the um, uh, what's her name, Christy, um, the old mystery novel, Agatha Christie. Thank you. I mean, that's a homage and kind of rip off of, yeah. of her. But so again, masterfully done. It's so yeah, fun for sure. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen that one, it's. I don't know anyone came out of there saying it was a bad movie. Knives Out is a really good like popcorn movie oh, yeah. as well. Like it it works on two different levels. Very simple, very like you could po- eat it, mm-hmm. let your mind just go with it, yeah. or you could analyze a lot of the scenes, which I it's, see, it's so beautiful. I can see Daniel Craig movie. maybe getting a nomination. I know, right? As, so goofy, as goofy as he was. Um, and then Ford v. Ferrari. Um, I haven't seen it, so I can't speak to if, it. But If you are not a car person, go see this movie. You'll still like it. You'll still like it. And you might appreciate racing a little bit more because it really is more about <clears throat> the humans in the story and like family. And yeah. this, the story of Ken Miles, uh, Christian Bale's character, need to be told he's he's he, he's kind of renowned as like one of the greatest racers of all time because yeah. of the story but then had a tragic ending that yeah so um and it looked so beautiful i know the colors were it really looked cool. so good i mean irish man looked good too and once upon a time but the i don't know what they did with the coloring of this movie and CGI, obviously they can't crash all the cars. Yeah. Um, so there's a few CGIs that were kind of rough because it's when you have like this film, I don't think they shot it on film, but when you have like this film look on digital, 
and then you add in CGI. Yeah. It makes that CGI really like noticeable and stick out. Um, but yeah, great movie. I'm sure that's, it's going to be up for best. It's going to be up there. Yeah. Matt Damon will be up. Um, I'm sure he'll get, um, uh, supporting get, actor. Yeah. But, um, no, I was thinking the, uh, the director, um, we'll get a best director, uh, nomination, yeah. right? Um, Mangold, Mangold, is it? But I'd, I, his first name. I do. I James can, Mangold. I could see that being up there. It did. It does seem very Oscar worthy. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, it's Oscar candy for sure. Yeah. So that's my number two twos. <laughs> so curious. Wait, hold on. Let me guess now. Hold on. Well, your number one was Joker. Yeah. So over. I'm done. Um. So I'm, you're, it's yours. I have a couple honorable mentions. Too, oh yeah, though. for sure. Let me try to guess though. Hmm. You'll is, get it. Is I would get it. You'll did get I see it. it? No. Oh. Lady in the Tramp. <laughs> Lady in the Tramp. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, you are correct. Wow, really? No. All right, hit me. What is it? Think about the movie I rave about every week the past, like, I've seen it twice. Oh, Lighthouse? Yes. Oh, That's yeah. my number one. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I need to watch that. In the, in the budget was $4 million, box office $10.9 million. So it, it made a decent amount of money. For like a little, I think it's not an indie picture, but it's a, you know... Art house. Yes, I cannot stress how amazing Willem Dafoe is. And he already knew he was an amazing actor, but to watch him take on this role was something else. And Robert Pattinson, like he's gonna end up, he's going to end up being. I'm rooting for that guy. Yeah, he's gonna end up being a star actor out there. Yeah, the whole Twilight thing, he got kind of pigeonholed, but he's gonna be like Christian Bale. Watch, he'll do the whole like he put his time in. With the Twilight, that yeah. the movie industry won't forget. And then after that, he started doing these little, again, yeah. our house movies, like Water for Elephants that got yeah. great reviews and stuff. And he's just been quietly just chilling. Building it up. And this movie is going to help. And then I'm excited to see him as Batman. I hope that Batman is done similarly to Joker, where it's 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 artistic. I don't know. Who's, um, who's directing it? And I, I don't say that as like... I. I want it to be dark and gritty or whatever. I just want it to be artistic and different, you know, not a different portrayal of Batman than what we see every time that doesn't work. Like the Zack Snyder ones, just that they don't work. Like, well, what happened you know, was, you know, Christopher Nolan came in and crushed it. Yeah, he did. And, Snyder, it's hard to live and, and then <clears throat> DC was like, Oh, well we can't have Christopher Nolan anymore. He's going to yeah. make inception and stuff. Um, we need someone very similar. Yeah. The next one was Zack Snyder because he did like 300. and mm-hmm. right, He did 300, right? Zack Snyder did 300, yeah. 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 I, I love that movie. Um, But it, it, he brought that grime with way too much CGI. And way too much corniness, like what? metal music and crap. It's like, yeah. this isn't what Batman is. Like Batman isn't, I read all the graphic novels and comics. He just, he he didn't know his source material like yeah. and i could feel that yeah somebody like uh um i was just talking about him earlier uh jj abrams yeah. he knows his source material like he goes and he explores it and he you know what i mean yeah um that's why star wars was decent like episode seven and i'm sure episode nine will be good um because he knows it and he's a fan of it Zack Snyder is not, I'd, at least I don't feel like, I don't get the vibe that he's a very big Batman fan. I get the vibe that he's, he's like. He's a nerd for sure. I get it. Yeah. But 
I put them under the nerd umbrella, but when it comes to like directors like that. Yeah, it just it, it didn't feel like passion projects. What, what was great about Dark Knight know. series is it was grounded. It yep. felt like is kind of over the top. Even the third one was a little too much, but mm-hmm. still felt like this could actually happen. Like, yeah, maybe. But when you throw Superman in there, it's like, like <laughs> you know, that's hard. That's hard. I, I don't, you know, well, and try to make a flying dude seem like yeah. really grounded and real. It's like it's gonna. Come I also out. really liked. Um, like Justice League, I actually was okay with. I, um, I skimmed it and I was like, man, it's I, not my cup of tea. And not because I thought it was this great movie. I I liked the heart of like uh, Ezra Ezra Miller as mm-hmm. the Flash. Like, yeah, I liked him. He's great. He's a great actor. Yeah, he, he should be the Flash. Yeah. Like that's who they should pick. But when it comes to just like the story itself, I was just like, this is lame. Um. I was looking at, we'll get back to the lighthouse in a second. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah, we do got to get there. uh, But I was looking at um, the guy that's going to direct the new, it's called The Batman. Yeah. It's um, Matt Reeves. And the last kind of thing he directed was War of the Planet of the Apes, Donald Yeah, and those are good. Those are good Cloverfield. Yeah. I liked Cloverfield for, I mean, kind of ahead of its time. I think it's got he has the same potential as like Todd Phillips to where yeah. he could it it could be just really good, you know? Yeah. Um but the lighthouse oh, dude, man. he wrote Siege Under Siege 2 Dark Territory. <laughs> awesome. Wait, did he direct it? No. Under Siege 2. Oh, damn, he didn't direct it. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, uh the, the lighthouse. lighthouse. Yeah. I'm gonna try um, to watch it tonight. Sorry, Pat, it, it, if you're gonna go see it. Well, no, I'm gonna probably stream it. I'll find yeah, it dude, website. it's but it's so beautiful on the screen, man. It's got that. I'm, I'm might not even be like cool aspect anymore. ratio. Um, it it just hit me on so many different levels. The literature, the references to literature, and um, Melville and like Moby Dick, and all the different themes at play. Uh, psychosis, like homophobia, homosexuality. Um, just so many themes that are really difficult to kind of just do all at once. Mm-hmm. And it was so well done. It's still in the theaters. It's a good movie, Maybe man. I, uh, I might actually have a, uh, wait, three, three D. Th- wait, the, the lighthouse? Select a movie time to buy digital 3D showtimes. What? How are you going to go see the lighthouse in 3D? Oh, this is no, it. Fucking Fandango. It changed my search to fucking Star Wars. Oh, because it wants you to go Assholes. see Star Wars. But um, I I think... Lighthouse <laughs> in 3D, like, it sounds weird, but I'm kind of down. Like, what is uh, yeah. it going to look like? I don't... Now, I don't know what... Who would be considered... I'm assuming by seniority... Willem Dafoe yeah, would it's be... it's out of theaters now. Yeah, Willem Dafoe would probably be considered, like, the lead role. Okay. Um, just because he's, like, the he has seniority, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, but... You know? I don't know. It's more about, like, Robert Patton's... Is more it is about his character. So, if anything, he might get a uh, supporting... If he gets supporting or even lead, uh, Willem Dafoe has a great chance. Of, it, that role was incredible. Yeah. He played it so well. Oh, what's funny is uh, the Golden Globe nominations came out. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood got nominated. Brad Pitt got nominated for Best Supporting. Don't you think that movie's, don't you think that movie's about, like, he, like, yeah, as much he as was it's kind of about the Leo, 
you you see more. I think Brad there's Pitt. more screen time of Brad Pitt than there is Leo. That's so weird. And it just seemed to follow Brad Pitt's like yeah. view a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you were following him, following yeah. Leo, kind of thing. So, but I mean, the lighthouse is great. If you can watch it, it's it's just such a weird and kind of eerie movie. I wouldn't call it quite horror. It's more of like a psychological thriller I've sort heard it's of. Funny, kind of like and it does have comedy in it. Okay. It's really good. I like it. In the the language, the reference to mythology and the nautical feel of it is just it's incredible. If you can see, if you're patient and you can you can um really appreciate like an artsy movie go see the lighthouse it's great the performances are wonderful it's actually um, your number one yeah it is my number one my honorable mentions actually yeah. once upon a time in hollywood mm-hmm. and the other one is shazam really like shazam i didn't see that either it was pretty good yeah i wouldn't call it obviously it's not like an oscar movie yeah. but it's it's i remember it For a DC and i movie. liked it a lot i heard um i forget what other they're gonna Blend him in with, uh, God damn it! It's not. Ba- it's, not it's not the ba- It's not the Batman series because it's DC. But they're yeah. well, he is. They're DC. gonna do. I forget what. God damn it! They're gonna do another character in like the same kind of vein, and then yeah. put those two together for like a a series. That'd be cool. Like, kind of Green, funny, I would right? assume Green Lantern because they're kind of similar. I don't think there's any Green Lanterns coming. But Green Lanterns kind of got that otherworldly, like, different universe yeah. type thing. I don't know if they'll bring that to... Shazam was awesome. I'll check that one it out, was a re- It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's a feel-good movie. It feels like a really good 90s, like, oh. superhero movie. But, like, not cheesy. It, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, it, it just had a vibe of that, you nice. know? Um, speaking of... Uh, Superhero movies. I mean, Endgame came out this year too. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. I, I thought about putting it on there. I really liked it. I mean, it's like the completion of this. Yeah. I mean, it took us so long. It's it, it, looking back. I've been wa- kind of watching re re going back and watching all of them through yeah. series like one, Iron Man One. It was great on Disney Plus. Is they with Star Wars put them in order. They yeah. They, they give you the movies on top, and if you go all the way at the bottom, they'll show you like the timeline of Marvel, and it even yeah. We'll put in like the little cartoon shows in between, like the series, how they fit. Yeah, yeah. I like that. It's so, cool. Um, yeah, Endgame. I'm trying to think what else. Um, Glass came out like the beginning of the year. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah, I didn't see, see that? that one. Did you see any? Of I love M Night Shyamalan though. Did you see uh, Unbreakable? Unbreakable and yeah. um, what's it called? What's the one the uh, the crazy the one? Voices. Oh my gosh! Why am I forgetting this? Split, split. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's freaking weird. He should have got a, no- a nomination for yeah. that character. He, he's awesome. God, how he blended his face. He's just change. an amazing actor. Yeah, McAvoy. Uh, McAvoy. Thank you. I was gonna yeah, say McEnroy. McEnroy, <laughs> tennis player. Mac and Roy. Yeah, he's gonna be great when he gets older too. Yeah, he is. Cool. I, I, yeah, this and year preface, was a great. I don't, year. I don't know if we prefaces. I think we did at the beginning that. Star Wars in like 1917, they're not Next out yet. Next couple weeks, right? They come out um, on Christmas, and I think it was like one or two other movies. And I wanted to wait, but those are going to feel like 2020 movies. Yeah. They're just putting those out just to get for the no- Oscar nominations. Well, I know so I know Star Wars comes out this week, but it's all sold out everywhere. So yeah. We'll probably have to talk about it the next week. And I, as much as I am excited to see that, um, 1917 yeah. looks... That looks amazing. Uh, have you seen like the featurette? Of how they like yeah. made it and stuff. The single shot stuff. Fuck. 
With Roger Incredible. Deacon, Roger Deacon behind the camera, bro. Yeah, it's gonna be really good. Yeah, Sam, uh, Sam Mendes. I oh oh, and my friends John and Celia, you we ate dinner with them and yeah, hung out with Liz for her birthday. Yeah, they said, and I wanted to mention this one. There's a movie. Oh my gosh, what's it called? It's like a war movie. Um, Midway. No, it's a war documentary movie that uh, they shall not grow old. It's a, it's a, I'll explain what it is. It's, um, it's a, it's like a restored documentary film. Yeah, it is by Peter Jackson. And it it was created using original, like the world war and then he colorized it. They literally like went frame by frame and colored this whole thing. I I need to see it. Do you know know how they saw it? They, uh, it was limited. They have the like movie pass for like AMC. They, yeah. You want to talk about people who know film and watch film? They go, uh, they see every movie. Nice. Doesn't matter if it's the crappiest. So we gotta movie. have them on, man. We will. Right. They want to. Great. Um, we should have both of them. It'd be fun to have both at the same time. Yeah. Um, but they shall not grow old. They said that it's one. It's the, like their top movie of wow. the year. They said it's incredible. I'm it up on just watch. It will see. win for documentary for sure. You think? Huh? It, it, yeah, it has to. I mean. This is something that is never that doesn't happen. You don't colorize like they even done yeah, that. Yeah, a feature film. Um, right now it's actually streaming on HBO Go, HBO Now, and HBO Amazon. Is it on sale? Yeah, and you can rent it too. I'm gonna. And it's like fifteen dollars. I'm trying to buy it. Um, I have an Amazon card. I'll just use that. Oh, all right. Buy it. Watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's on Amazon, YouTube. Google In fact, Play. if you're interested, maybe we could watch it. If you want to come over, get Dude, some beers. And grab some beers and we can watch it. Why are we talking about our plans on our podcast? I don't know. Keeping it real for the no. listeners. <laughs> so we'll be able to kind of speak to that. And maybe I could see if the uh, John Seeley want to come on like one of these two weeks. And talk about it? Yeah. Because yeah. I think it'd be good. Um, it's, it's World War One, right? It's not. Yeah, World War One. I. I think it's the British like side of it, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, it'd be great to see that before we see uh, 1917. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's about it. You got your last song? Yes. Uh, and just, uh, don't forget to follow us on uh, Instagram. Hey, oh, you got your song ready? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to talk all that stuff while you're getting it ready. Yeah. Yeah, Instagram. Oh. Let's I see. I know this song. You do? Story so far? Yep. Yeah. I've been all new CD? about these guys. Yeah. CD sucks, dude. You don't like it? No. Love it. Those first two albums are fucking perfect pop punk. Yeah. And well, and the third 90s one, shit. The third one was really good too. Yeah. They're self titled. Yeah. It's kind of like the second and first. Yeah. Oh, Wait, I actually whatever. can't remember what the third one is. What is it's that just one? Self titled. But what does it look like? It's like blue and tan, like tan with blue lines. Yeah, hit us up on Instagram. Yeah, follow us on Instagram. Facebook. Download our podcast on Spotify and Apple Music. Yeah, a lot uh, of you guys are listening to Spotify. I was surprised yeah. that it's not more uh, iTunes. Because Spotify's awesome. Look at all the statistics and can see what you guys are doing. <laughs> not creepily, though. I am. Uh, <laughs> you and that voice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your go-to voice is the exorcist. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the self-title. That one sucks, too. No, you bastard. Yeah, it does. If, but, you, just, if you want to listen to stories so far, just listen to the first two. Don't yeah, I love them. They're great. This song's called Keep This Up. It's on Proper Dose. Uh, it came out in 2018, I believe. My buddy Dan love directed um, 
one of the videos off this album. Probably the Upside, uh, down. Upside Down one. Upside Down, yeah. That was a great, look at a it's 90s, a like that is a pinnacle. It's like, like Oasis. <laughs> it's a 90s video. You could put like an REM song behind that yeah. video and it would still work. But um, anyway, yeah, follow us. The play. Don't forget about the Soso Scrutiny playlist. I'm throwing up all. We we actually are trying to get it on Apple. Apple, I'm doing Apple. it this week. I've okay, been, cool. I've been slowing down, but yeah, I, yeah. I finally figured out how to do it, and now I got to go onto your list and, and copy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So check it out. It's cool. We put all the music we you know showcase on our yeah. show. Hey, here. Do you guys have any uh, bands that you're fans of and want us to listen to? Dude, send us a message. We'd love yep. to hear from you guys. Um, Get some more also, audience like, interaction. Maybe a little preview. Um, 2020, we're, cha- we're going to not change the name or Got anything. some changes. But we got some big things coming up um, that we're really excited about. And uh, just thanks, everyone, for listening. Mm-hmm. It's been fun. And we'll end it with Upside Down. Oh, great. Anything else? Nope. I think that's it. I just, I love you, Corey. That's I it. love you, too. <laughs> Robert Maine. Penis vein. Oh. Oh, there yeah. it is. There he is. Last one. <laughs> Send us out, baby. All right. Um, Thank you for listening to So So Scrutiny. I've been Corey and Robert. Have a good one.